Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle. And come on, babe, we're gonna read some books. Da, da, then buy some more. This is episode number 273 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi everyone, how's it going? It is quite warm here in the San Francisco Bay Area. We had a really wild thunderstorm the other day that was like nothing I've ever experienced here, which is where I've lived for over 30 years. It reminded me of storms I've experienced in places not near here, like Baltimore, Philly, Chapel Hill, and New Orleans, and it was wonderful to experience. Rain is my favorite weather, but it's fire season in California, so actually the lightning is not what we want at all right now. Oh, California. On the plus side, being in California, my wife and I drove out to some farm stands a bit east of us and got two flats of late season strawberries and a bunch of stone fruit, some squash, and some sweet corn. So we gave some of the strawberries to friends. And if you don't know how much a flat of strawberries is, it's like 12 of those little green baskets. So we gave some to friends, and then I used a bunch to make some shrubs, which are like fruit, and then a lot of sugar, and then vinegar, and then you use it to make cocktails. I've never made them before, but my mom bought me a book on shrubs, of course, and I'm completely enthralled with the idea, and I'll link it in the show notes. Then we froze a few pounds of strawberries to support my really extreme strawberry gelato habit. Anyway, before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Disney Books. Do y'all like Caribbean mythology? What's more, a thriller inspired by Caribbean mythology? If you do, I got something for you. A must-read thriller that draws from the darkest corners of Caribbean mythology from acclaimed author Sarah Das, who crafts a chilling tale of magic, murder, and how far we'll go to protect what's ours. It's perfect for fans of Angeline Bully and Tiffany D. Jackson. So, unlike other people on the small island of St. Virgil, Selena Da Silva does not believe in magic. She has a logical mind. She likes botany. She wants to study pharmacology. But then her mother gets sick and she's tethered to the island and she has to make money. So what does she do? She cons a couple gullible tourists with these useless talismans and phony protection rituals but then one of the tourists ends up dead and at the center of a strange string of murders and the truth selena has been denying can no longer be avoided there is evil lurking in the forest that surrounds saint virgil now to find out what that evil is make sure to pick up it waits in the forest by sarah das and thanks again to disney books for sponsoring this episode today's episode is brought to you by penguin young readers 
So this book I'm about to tell you about is giving five worlds meets spirited away realness. It's about a girl fighting her way back home after getting trapped in the spirit world. It follows Anzu, who's moved to a new town during Oban, a time for families to remember and celebrate their ancestors. And ever since her Albachan died, Oban has lost its magic. She doesn't feel much like celebrating anymore. So while avoiding holiday festivities, Anzu spots a stray dog down the street, a dog that seems to be staring right at her. So when she chases it, she slips and falls down a bridge, losing consciousness. And when she awakes, she's in the Shinto underworld known as Yomi. The stray dog, she finds out, is actually the gatekeeper of Yomi, and he warns her to return to the human realm before it's too late. Like I said, Miyazaki realness, um, I'm super excited for this. So make sure to pick up Anzu in the Realm of Darkness by Mai K. Nguyen. And thanks again to Penguin Young Readers for sponsoring this episode. So full disclosure, I have been having a really hard time focusing on books lately, but I find that I can always find the spell slots and focus to read some comics. So today I have more comics for you. My first pick is March Book 3 by John Lewis, Andrew Aiden, and Nate Powell. Yes, I totally told you about March Books 1 and 2 during the last Backlist episode I did, and since then I finally read Book 3, and I really wanted to complete telling you about the trilogy, and I also want you to hear about it a bit before you read it because it's a doozy. Book 3 is a bit longer than the first two books. Not gonna lie, after learning details about how Congressman John Lewis fought for our rights, was beaten multiple times, almost to the brink of death, and went to jail multiple times, again, fighting for our rights, and then when he died, we're still fighting these same fights. It's just, my heart broke over and over reading this book. But I think that's one of the many reasons why these books are so important. We've been here before, and we need to learn our history because I sure as heck did not learn any of this in school, and I had what people consider a, quote, good education, I'm making little air quotes, and it really makes you think hard about what the ideas of a good education are based on. But that is another subject for another podcast. Anyway, March Book 3 is, again, full of violence. Because nothing makes white supremacists and their organizations more violent than peaceful protesters for some reason. It begins with the bombing of the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama, where four little girls were killed. And then it switches immediately to the shooting of 13-year-old Virgil Lamar Ware by some Eagle Scouts who were recently at a Klan rally. And then it jumps to the shooting of a 16-year-old boy, Johnny Robinson, who was an unarmed teen shot by a police officer who was never indicted. This was all in the first 10 pages or so of the book. The focus of the rest of the book is on the civil rights protests and marches with the goal of forcing Alabama's governor out of office and making it so that everyone had the right and the opportunity to vote. One of the many things I learned about the civil rights movements of the 1960s is that there were multiple different civil rights organizations, sometimes cooperating and sometimes not. Each had their own ideas about how this fight should be fought, and John Lewis and Dr. Martin Luther King were actually the heads of two different organizations. There is a lot in this book about trying to achieve something this massive and monumental while also trying to deal with many personalities and ideas about how it should be done. 
The location focus of this book is Selma, Alabama, and the actions and violence that took place there, as well as the march from Selma to Montgomery. This book was the hardest of the three for me to get through because it is simultaneously so long ago and so remarkably current. I highly recommend March Book 3 by John Lewis, Andrew Aiden, and Nate Powell, and I will absolutely link all three of them again in the show notes. The second book I have for today is Hawkeye, Private Eye by Kelly Thompson, Leonardo Romero, Michael Walsh, Jordi Belair, VCs Joe Sabino, Julian Totino Tedesco, Charles Beecham, Alana Smith, and Sana Amanat. Hawkeye Private Eye collects issues number one through number 12 of the 2016 Hawkeye, which features the better Hawkeye, aka Kate Bishop. These comics are totally young adult friendly, but I, a grown adult, also really like those comics. Also, I am an archer. Well, I haven't shot an arrow in like years, but I still have my bow. I still have my equipment. And so I really like Kate Bishop's Hawkeye. This run picks up after the end of Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run, which was four trades. However, while Hawkeye Private Eye refers to some things from that run, I don't think it's necessary to have read the Fraction run to read this book. I definitely did read the Fraction run years ago, and they're also quite fun. But they definitely left me wanting more Kate Bishop, so in this book, I definitely get more Kate Bishop. Kate, aka Hawkeye, has moved to Los Angeles from New York, and she sets up a private eye business over in Venice Beach. She has stopped taking money from her very rich father, who's gone MIA anyway. So one of the running jokes in the book is that she doesn't actually have a private investigator license because she can't pay the fee because she's super broke. Kate Bishop is full of corny jokes, like so many jokes. There are a couple fat phobic jokes she makes about herself and mini donuts, which are disappointing. Otherwise, I'm a fan of a corny joke, and this book is full of them. There are some cameos by Jessica Jones and Wolverine, not Logan Wolverine, but X-23 Wolverine. And Hawkeye is new to LA and makes friends, and we learn that she has a very hard time asking for help and accepting help, which is also a running theme in these issues. This collection is 12 issues, so there are a few different story arcs. As I mentioned earlier, Hawkeye's dad is MIA, and while she feels very negatively toward him, she's also trying to find him because she wants answers about her mother, who died when Kate was young, or so she thinks. There is so much going on in this book. Mind control, and clones, and a fight club, and a dragon, and many, many tacos, and lots of sass. I had a really great time reading this, and it was a nice break from heavy stuff. Again, it's Hawkeye Private Eye by Kelly Thompson, Leonardo Romero, Michael Walsh, and Jordi Belair. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my spectacular audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Info File, as in The Lover of Information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. Happy reading.